0: What if I told you for $1 I would introduce you to many different entrepreneurs this week? From all across the country, you'll be able to talk to many different entrepreneurs, and I'll coach you for $1 this whole week, and I'll introduce you to my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you take part of that? Well, go to MorningMindsAtCoffee.com because that's exactly what we're doing here. It's the only organization that gathers entrepreneurs for the betterment of entrepreneurship every single day, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern. We get together, we're growing, we're learning, we're leveling up, we're building on our network, we're building on our net worth, we're earning, we're reading. We got a book club. You'll see a bunch of entrepreneurs coming together, reading the same books every single day, growing together. You need that environment to grow. Morningmindsetcoffee.com. One dollar. I'm going to give you all of this for one dollar. If you want to stay, great. It's $50 a month after that. But right now, we're still running a seasonal promotion where I think the price is somewhere around $25. So get it before the price changes again. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want. All right? MorningMindsetCoffee.com. I'll see you in the morning. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Will?
1: What's going on, my guy?
0: Happy, bro. If this is your first time joining us, this is the podcast Into the Mind. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, former parkour athlete, now entrepreneur. I invest in real estate. I buy ugly houses. And right now I'm on a mission to do a few things, actually. Today, this episode is totally off the rip, so just bear with me here. But one of the main things I do with this podcast is I sit down with individuals that have achieved success, people that have overcome different obstacles. And ultimately, what we do is we learn About what they've done right and more importantly what they've done wrong so we can dive into some of those mistakes learn from those lessons and then copy the things that they've done well so that we can improve our situation so i'm looking forward to this we got ig live at the same time i see tanisha i see anna i'm excited i have no idea who's hanging out on facebook with us but we're gonna be jumping into this episode so today i got my homie will ayarza hanging out in arizona He came all the way from New York. Anyone that knows me knows I'm originally from New York. Will is actually one of the first people I met in real estate. Like, no joke. Will is, you were there at the very first, like, real estate seminar I was at, the first room, like, the first campfire I went to that was all about entrepreneurship. That's where you and I connected and we've been cool since like that was October of 2019. Yeah. And I literally like have seen you more on my real estate journey than basically anybody else. So shout out to you for that, bro. I really Thank do you, appreciate you. Big Likewise. Time. We're going to be jumping into essentially your journey because you've got a really cool journey. I don't even know if I want to give up all the details. man. Like, <laughs> there's something like, I know so much about you, bro. Like it's actually kind of crazy. It's coming to me, but you know, what I want to do is I want to have you, you know, share with the audience, share with people a little bit about who you are, where you're from, because you come from not necessarily a real estate background, you come from an athletic background. And even before that, just the lifestyle that you've come up with, and the areas that you've grown from, I want you to share that with people. So can you tell them a little bit about who you were, or who you are before real estate?
1: So uh, well, aside, Willie Yars is like, everyone calls me that, right? And before real estate in general, um I, I The way I basically got even into real estate, but just lifestyle in general, and what I continue to still do now is uh, I'm a professional b-boy, a competitive b-boy, and what that means is uh, uh, break dancing, right? I'm a break dancer, and not a se- free dancer. A free dancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got into that at about ten years of age, uh, and I, and I've seen it here and there. You'll see it in movies, right? Like dance dance movies or scenes like that. But I got into it at ten years old. Um, I remember I joined the YMCA program for, for a school program. And I was like, that's going to be the way I get cool. Cause that's all I wanted at 10 years old, was is be super cool. Um, get the girls, all that. And I was like, yo, I'm going to learn hip hop. I'm going to take the class hip hop one-on-one. My mom signed me up and I, and I was, and, and, well, that, that did not make me cool, but <laughs> I, it was, it was one step, one, one step at a time towards getting there. Um, but essentially what happened was I joined the hip hop program. I was, and I essentially, I, I met these kids there, all my age, all similar age, but they've been there even before I was, they were all part of just hip hop itself. If you're familiar with hip hop, you know, there's always like, I think five elements to it, which is the the dance part, right? So breaking, um, there's graffiti, there's mcing, and let me see what else. Oh, I'm sorry. DJing. Uh, and they say the fifth element is knowledge.
0: Wait, so graffiti is an ele- element of like hip hop? Like, yeah. That's a way to get into hip-hop. It's so, like if I'm tagging... Yeah, up, I'm
1: yeah, like, you're hip-hop. Oh, dang. You're right. hashtag hip-hop.
0: Bro, I used to be hip-hop, bro. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you, okay.
1: My graffiti, my graffiti writing was terrible. I could never do it. <laughs> sorry,
0: like, sorry, mom. If you're <laughs> I, I didn't know I was, I was you, just doing hip-hop. You are just
1: doing hip-hop. That's all it was. Um, and essentially what ended up happening was uh i didn't seriously get involved into the dance part of it because it was just i had i had some skill here and there but like none of the kids cared. like they were just like he's not gonna last right it's like i I was kind of a nerdy kid um it wasn't until some older uh older kids actually 17 years age i was like still 11 12 they came around it was like and they just taught the rest of us together as a group yeah yeah so they came by and they just it was just like yeah you guys got potential they started training us and they had us form our own kid crew at the time right and at the time i was excluded even from that crew i was like like (laughs) there's been a common pattern all throughout my life i was like an outcast in a way like i always try to be involved and it's like oh there's like you're not in the circle you know you're just not part of you're just not part of it yet um they ended up doing their own kid crew. I, I was a part of another kid crew that didn't last. We went to a competition called Kids of New York, right? And essentially what ended up happening was I joined that kid crew. We called ourselves, we based it off the TV show. You're, you're probably young enough to um, to remember uh, Teen Titans back in the Bro, day. Oh, the real the, Yeah, yeah the, one, one. Not, not, yeah, the good one. Uh, yeah, not yeah, the good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see this new one. I'm like, yeah, good. this new one's corny. And I was like, no, 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 that's not it. That's not the one, you know? but we, we named our, our kid crew called Teen Titans. And, and at that point when, when I battled with them, we actually won our kids of New York battle, you know? Um, and so it it was just, it was just like one step at a time. Like it was just like from not being accepted in an outcast to joining Mm -hmm. and and kind of fighting my way to get in or or just always just kind of one challenge at a time, you know?
0: So that's cool. So essentially from getting into this hip hop, right? Like it's almost funny like it reminds me, my brain starts going to yeah. like, Kobe Bryant, right? When like, if you ever heard his story about how when he started basketball, he wasn't very good. Right. And he like admittedly says like, I was trash. Like I went out there, I wasn't accepted by the other kids. I lost every game that I played, Yeah. you know, but I just kept going at it. I kept gunning at it. And then he just worked his way up. They to, couldn't get rid of him. Right. Like at that point, it's like, look, you can't deny the fact that my work ethic is why I'm in the room. Like I've really got the skills and it's crazy because your skills, like you're <laughs> from where you started to where we were at today. Like, yo, if y'all don't know today, Will was on TV. He was on television, breakdancing on television, getting a $10,000. Like he got $10,000 discount on a property. <laughs> like he literally like earned $10,000 today for being able to breakdance on the spot. It was insane. Like it was fire. If you haven't seen it yet, Go, like, check out his IG. So, well, it's going to be gone by now, like, if you're watching this in the future. But it was crazy that a skill from so long ago has come into play today. So breakdancing is still very much a passion for you. And I want to just let everyone know, I want to give some frame to this. Like, Will is an athlete. He's a professional athlete, professional dancer. And at the same time, he is a full-time entrepreneur, right? Like, again, we met through real estate. So you get into this Teen Titans. You start crushing it, right? Or you begin like the process of realizing I can do more. Yeah. So, tell me, like, how does that journey continue? Like, where do you start finding yourself going?
1: Essentially, what ends up happening is, um, so one, these guys can't get rid of me. They, they, it's like they have to let me get down with these these guys, right? All these guys my age, and now they're like some of my best friends that I've I've been with since day one. Um, from that journey on. I kind of always stood out in a sense there was, I had like a, there was, there was always like some sort of special ability I've had and, and whether it be in dance, but it was not even my dance. It's like you said, the work ethic and actually not to sidetrack, but Kobe, Kobe Bryant, actually, he used to dance himself. You can find videos yeah, online. Yeah. Um, he entered a talent show and he, he was dancing and then he also used to break. On, there was like man. a video, you'll find it online. I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I saved it too. So but you're saying, if
0: I want to be successful, I just gotta start dancing. You practicing. gotta
1: start dancing, bro. I just gotta
0: start dancing. Yeah, <laughs> right? start
1: dancing. But What ended up happening was from from then on, you know, you get into junior high school, you get into high school and these opportunities start coming around. We're like, "Whoa!" you get to compete in Europe and you get to compete in Asia and, you know, Canada, South America, things like that. There's you could compete all over the world because it was getting to such a high level. And I was striving for such that uh, that high of a level to compete at Um, even from where I was in my little town in New York. Because we we were just seeing all these videos come out on YouTube and and that started even what we call the YouTube generation, where everything you everything you see on YouTube is just people were learning and they were scaling to that high of a level.
0: It's funny, right, because I want like people to understand this because you and I are like it's funny, you and I when we first met, like of course, we met because of real estate, but we connected especially because when I found out you did breakdancing and you found out I did parkour, right? Like we just had like this understanding because it's very, very similar worlds. And it's funny because I'm even starting to see some of the same trends that we pick up in the athletic space occurring in the real estate space, which is you see somebody do something right via YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, wherever. And now the question of, is it possible is thrown out the window because you've already seen it be possible. And now it's just a matter of what do I need to do to do that, right? Your mind has gained the exposure. And now because you've had the exposure, you, you know, a lot of people, they, I realize it's a treat. Some people say, Oh, they did that. I can do that too. Other people say, wow, only they can do that. Yeah. You know, it sounds like you are the type where you looked and you said, Oh, that was done. I want to do that too. I can do that.
1: So
0: 100%. So you start seeing all these videos, you start like, getting tapped into youtube you start seeing people around i think i know where this is going it's funny because like yo know, y'all don't know like i've known will for like a little over two years now yeah. i'm like this is the first time i'm actually finding out <laughs> so i'm genuinely curiously asking these questions yeah so you start to see what's possible right and you see exposure to the rest of the world what starts going on in your mind
1: uh in my mind I was getting excited because it was just so much fun, man. You just get to venture out into all these places, the opportunities that you just, um, the way I looked at it was just like, dan- like breakdancing in general, just dancing was just like this underground thing where it's like, it's so cool that no one really knows about it. And if you do know about it, it's like, oh, you know, um, because it, uh, I didn't get support from my parents. My my parents may have like signed me up for day one class, but they didn't know the lifestyle was going to lead me towards and um essentially they they were concerned because um in dancing when you're competing you're not competing someone based on how old you are you know a 10 year old versus a a 20 year old for example you're competing just based on your skill set yeah so like i i was 13 years old competing against people who are 25 and older and winning you know like like people would get mad like who are these kids like you're losing to a kid and all that but no i just you're putting on a skill set and you're competing, right? And so that's what I loved about it. There was no age barrier. There was no gender barrier. There's nothing like it's what you got and what you got, what you've been training for.
0: Bro, I love this. And like, you have no idea right now how hard my brain is like trying to fight against like pulling all the correlation of like, I'm like, as you're explaining this, I'm like, dude, everything you're describing is all characteristics needed to succeed in business, needed to Mm -hmm. succeed in real estate and entrepreneurship. Like everything you were describing, Right, the fact that age literally doesn't matter—that it's doesn't. you versus another human based on skill—and that skill comes based off how much effort, time, and energy did you put right. into your practice? No. Really, like how much did you show up? Yeah. So that's really cool. So you start seeing this. Your parents are like, "Oh my gosh!" Like they thought they were doing this like for a weekend, and they yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, it, so.
1: it was it was a back and forth battle. Like I, it used to get really bad. To so like my dad. Um, both my parents would get so involved to prevent me from from certain opportunities like I've missed out on opportunities at a young age that, you know, I was like, I I'm, I could look back and be regretful about it. But, you know, it led me to where I am now anyway. So, you know, all are steps towards where you want to be or where you are right now. Um, but, yeah, it was it was definitely a challenge. I, I definitely say this when you have support from your parents in any venture you do, you're going to excel way faster, I would way agree. faster. And I'm glad I'm seeing that more now from like just new kids in general, or just people who just venture out into what they pursue anyways.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? It's interesting, right? Actually some of the most uh, successful individuals that I've had on this podcast actually tell me that they owe it to the support that they got from their parents. Actually, like one person that comes immediately to mind is Charles Weinrubbitt, AKA the Handsome Wow. He speaks about how one thing that his family did so well for him his mom He said, she literally beat confidence into me. He's like, you have no idea like how impossible it is for me to lose because of how much that woman has built me up. It's like, I cannot walk into a single situation with any sort of fear of doubt. I won't make it work. Gary Vee, another prime example. Gary Vee has said like many, many times like that his mom has just pushed so much self-confidence into him. That he's like, look, even when I screw up, I'm still convinced that like I did something right. Right, and a lot of people can look at that and be like, wow, you're that conceited. No, it's, I'm that confident. Hmm. I'm that confident that the game's not over, and I'm not going to stop until I win. So I like hearing that you have that, but you know, you didn't have it coming up. Like you realize now yeah. that you know it is a piece that you know if someone has. That's a lot of fuel and gas tank
1: to go with. Yeah. I mean, I was fortunate enough to have like my crew members, the people I was, you know, training with where they wanted to see me excel and they, wh- with the confidence I didn't get from my parents, I received from them as like my secondary family. Right. And, and even that I had to, and I, I always know in general to grow, you have to get uncomfortable. Yep. Right. And, and I, as a teenager, when the teenager's uncomfortable, they don't want to do anything. Right. And, and it feels like the world's ending. And that's what it felt like, even just throughout the years, even into like my early twenties as well. Because, um, it, I, and I won't, I won't like get sidetracked too much, but I had to always find ways to get uncomfortable, whether it be in my overall my style of dance and how I'm moving, so I don't want to look too stiff, um, or just the uh, the quality of movement, and like if my is my leg too straight here or or something like that, right? Even the way I was dressing as well, right? So I was. I had to make sure like I'm always just kind of like, all right, I want to I want to excel and I want to improve. But what does that mean getting uncomfortable? And I really didn't know what that meant. So I started actually doing things that got me uncomfortable, like um, like even before get, getting into real estate, what I used to do in general, like and this was like when I had a little college era of like, you know, the partying days and all that stuff. I remember I, did, I had friends who didn't want to party or anything like that. And I'd say I don't need them. I could go to a party myself. And I used to go, I used to go to the clubs like almost every weekend by myself. Let's go. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, I'm just going to find someone there and just, we'll just, you know, I'm going to make fun. And I'm going to find a group of friends there now and I'll, and I'll have fun there. Like by myself, it's fine. I don't need, because I don't need the external validation to, to, you know, say like, okay, I'm going to have fun because of these guys. No, I'm, I am source. I'm that source Man, of energy.
0: It's crazy. Like all the, like everything you're describing right now, It's funny because again, like it's all the things needed to excel in business. And it's all the things that I've seen you actually funnel and channel into your entrepreneurial journey, which has like been super impressive to watch because you've taken it and you've realized, all right, I built up a lot of foundational principles here, right? I figured out things that like principles go across all boundaries, right? It's not just like, Hey, this only works in dance. Like, no, this works everywhere. The fact that you're able to say, I know I need to get uncomfortable to grow. I know that the validation can't be an external thing. It's got to be an internal acceptance. I know that if the people around me aren't supporting me, that I need to move on and not let anything stop me. So, you know, at any point, did your parents start to come around? Because that's a big thing, like not having the support of the family. At any point, did they realize like, yo, this will just won't Mm -hmm. stop, like, he just, so it's like stuck on, I don't know why he's still stuck on this, but he's stuck on
1: it. So, so I've been dancing for 15 years uh, and, and, and I'm going to answer that part. I'm just going to lead my way towards there. Yeah. So I've been dancing for 15 years. I remember even the first few years of dancing and I was taking it very seriously. Right. I'm talking about I'm 14 years old and I'm like, I, I, I want to go to Europe. I want to go to, to Asia, right. For this high level of competition. Cause I had the ability. Yeah. And my mom, I remember, pulled me to the side and said, like, hey, your cousin's doing swimming classes and she's traveling the world for swimming. And like, you don't want to do something as athletic like that. And in that moment, I was like, Oh my God. Like, I love you, mom. But it's like I wanted to punch a wall when I heard that. I was like But <laughs> <laughs> but your cousin,
0: she, yeah, yeah, your she, cousin. She, she's doing ballet now. Like you sure uh, you don't want to do ballet?
1: <laughs> why, why? Uh, actually, uh, funny, funny enough, I actually funny not to get too sidetracked i actually got into my high school of of choice through uh, a dance program they had they made me do ballet (laughs) and i actually i remember i I used to cut class and someone stole my um no my (laughs) my ballet shoes and they were they're 30 dollars. that's expensive for a 14 year old once once that i dropped the program and i just kept going to high school like as a regular student i was like nah i'm I'm, i want to just break i don't want to do ballet or none of this but I was grateful for the experience because I did get uncomfortable and it's like movement and yep. uh, cadence and things like that. It's, it's not even until my later years. I understand things like that. That I was like, Oh, those were put in place there for a reason. Right. Um, but yeah. So I had that moment happen with my mom. Fast forward, actually right before I, d- I dived into real estate head on, I had a few series of unfortunate events where, um, you know, I, I I got kicked out of my apartment like, and then had to find a new one within two weeks. Um, about four weeks after that, I had to, uh, I was just driving to go to someone's birthday and a car hit me in a hit and run and totaled my car. Right. And, uh, my mom wasn't around. She was like out of the country at the time. I didn't have like any family really, except for my dad to call on. Right. And, and even, even my friends at the time, they weren't answering and I was, and I was getting mad. But one thing I was grateful for, because after that whole experience, like I could have reacted like very like, you know, scared, shocked, whatever I was just in the moment. I'm just like, I, I kept my composure. I kept my calm. But what I was grateful for is that when my dad showed up, he said, you know, he, he was grateful. Obviously I'm alive and I'm well, but he was just, he was saying like, you know what? He he said he was wrong because of all the years that he was angry and and upset that I pursued dancing. He's actually, he was actually, it was for the first time. I was, he said he was very proud of me because wow. of the person I became.
0: Wow. Wait, so let me get this straight. I actually never knew this about you, man. So yeah. it wasn't until after the accident, like when it occurred, that I guess he gets a phone call and like it occurs to him that.
1: Yeah, he, he comes on know. the spot. Yeah, he, yeah he something he, could
0: have happened to my son. Yeah. And if something had happened, the last memory would have been like, you know, essentially just me not being proud of you for doing, for something I actually should be proud of you for, other yeah. other the fact that you are pursuing your passion. No. And that's when he had, the day switched around like that. So that was like, Wow. Yeah. That's really
1: cool man yeah man so i was i was extremely grateful i was like I, I never thought i'd hear that from my dad that was like a uh um like my that was like a almost a hack into my subconscious where it was just like oh just things things are just gonna get better from here you know um but it may, it just made me be more grateful for the, the character that i was at that point and, and i'm you know i'm not even uh i forgot where i hear this quote i'm not, so I'm, not in my final form. I'm not even in my final form <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, crazy
1: I'm crazy. a huge animator, man. Um, oh, man. Too, but yeah. essentially, that so that happened. Um, and fa- fast forward, I had a few little more unfortunate events happen. Like someone even broke into a, the, another car that I was driving, and we had to sell that for like a hundred bucks. Um, I was like in massive debt, and and I had a really bad uh, birthday. Let uh, I me, mean, I had a wild experience <laughs> on my birthday where I had a brand new car. Cause I had to pay out of pocket. And then I even got arrested on my birthday.
0: I remember you told me that. Yeah.
1: And, and at that point I was just like, like, I don't know what I, I, I may have been. Cause what I tend to realize or what I've learned is that when there's a series of unfortunate events happening and I'm playing a victim role in a way, I'm kind of asking for this energy to happen because it's, it's going to validate what I have thinking in my head. Like, Oh, this of course this is going to happen to me.
0: I hope y'all listen to that. I hope y'all heard that because What Will just said is something that a lot of people would never say who are going through rough times. Like uh, so many people don't take ownership of their shit, Like It's things happen to us. It's on us, no matter what it is. I got hit by a drunk driver. My mom got paralyzed. My cat got kicked. My sister's sick. COVID happened. Like you got to find a way to take ownership for it because if you play the victim, You're putting that energy out there. And like attracts like. You will continue to attract more situations that put you in the role of victim if that's who you choose to be. Yeah. So let me let me get let me make sure I got this straight. We got we're starting off with 10-year-old, no friends. Hey, found breakdancing, let's get into it. You know, I'll become super popular, but still doesn't quite become popular. But then you get onto teen times, you start figuring this thing out, you start pursuing it, but now your family, you become this black sheep in the family, essentially. Yeah. And then, you know, you're still pursuing it regardless. Although, like everyone's kind of saying, like, hey, Will, when are you gonna do something real with your life? Yeah. You know, they're still just not seeing it. And then you have these series of unfortunate events where your car is getting totaled, you know, things are happening, terrible birthday, you actually get arrested. You've you're piling on debt like yeah. just bad debt and you know where do you find yourself at because like to me that sounds like rock bottom bro yeah like i'm just being honest like that yeah like yeah
1: rock bottom. yeah um at that time is when we is when i actually um so leading up to those series of unfortunate events um and and even like when i just like just probably the year leading up to that my friend had had, he called me up out of nowhere. He was actually one of my first mentors who taught me how to dance. And he said, do you want to focus on, on how to get girls? Or do you want to focus on your money? Right. And I was like, I want to focus on my money, man. Like, like, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't want to work this job. I want to get out of here. So read this book. And he sent me the title of the book, which was Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And prior to that book, I never read or listened to a book intentionally maybe in high school like a uh, um catcher in the rye or something like that but yep. uh, uh, other than a textbook i just never read i was like it's boring i know it's not my thing but then as i'm i was like i'm gonna listen to the audiobook but you know bought that one free book that came with the app and i'm listening to it every day as i'm as i'm driving to work and as i'm and as i'm listening to it i'm like I don't know if I'll be able to focus because it's like, you know, a boring voice. Audible can have that happen. Right. But it yep. the content that that was being said in the book, I it just started, It you know, it's like you ever see a video game and then you're just like, I have to get serious. I have to sit up. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, whoa.
0: Catching your breath. Like yeah, that. Yeah. I had to
1: catch my breath. I was like, wow. Because what he was saying in the book was completely right. Like how you can just like achieve financial freedom you know you don't have to you know there's the concept of the rich dad and your poor dad what was taught what wasn't taught financial principles and as I'm reading as I'm listening to this book every day I'm actually don't don't do this when no one should be doing this when they're driving but I'm I was writing out word for word on my phone while driving to work so I so I could just go back and read my notes but I'm talking about I probably wrote the whole book I must have wrote 50 pages of the whole book
0: Yo, know, no one's as bad as Ke- no. Real quick, shout out to Kevin Show. No one's as bad as him. <laughs> Kevin, is, one day we were driving, we're in Vegas, like two weeks ago. As we're driving down the road, Kevin's like, "Oh my god, that's so good!" Like what you're saying. He starts, oh, I'm like, "What are you doing, Kevin?" He's like, reaching, pulls out a notepad, grabs a pen, and while we're driving, he is just straight up. I'm like, Kevin, do you want me to take notes for you? Do you want me to drive? So you start taking notes while you're driving. Like, but it's it's so impactful. Yeah, it's right? so impactful, man. Just. I And I know that feeling. Right? Yeah. Like it's so funny. That we always say, like, you want to hide a secret, put it in a book. Yeah. Right? You want to hide a secret from the world, put it in a book. Yeah. So many people won't tap into it. So you start reading this book. And what happens?
1: Essentially, well, I mean, we're in this day and age where, you know, Instagram, your phones will hear what you're listening to or watching. <laughs> so I was promoted um, a Robert Kiyosaki uh, real estate seminar for free. You know, to go and attend. So I, so I went. I probably went to about two or three of them. It wasn't until about the third one where I just said, you know what, I I can't do this by myself. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. wait. Who else knows this, right? Who else knows that feeling of like, hey, I can't afford the full feminine. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep riding the free samples, <laughs> exactly. like going to the food court and making the laps. Like yo, if you didn't or like Costco,
1: the, the free samples. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. If you
0: didn't make the the Costco free sample laps or the food court laps, like you grew up too, rich Like <laughs> you don't get that reference right there. You just you had a really good life thank your parents if you never had to make laps at the food court yeah all right so you're making laps that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah.
1: it was three of them yeah i probably the first two i went with friends and i said yo should we split it um but they're like no they're trying to sell us on something and i was like man because i I was i I wanted to go for it it wasn't until the third one i went by myself and i just said you know it hasn't been working out i'm just gonna go for it right i paid the five hundred dollars and this is actually where the the campfire effect kind of takes. A, uh, when I, I think about you, when I think of the campfire effect, because what happened was, I even have some friends who just at the time weren't weren't going through the best of times either, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I offered a friend of mine to a, to attend because I get a free I get a free guest yep. to go to the seminar, and none of my friends wanted to come. Actually, one friend said he would, but then he ended up just going out the night before and just you know partying and, and getting <laughs> you know drunk and all that, and just he, he wasn't gonna make it. So regardless, I was grateful because I went by myself yeah. and I remember I was going, The we, you know, we went to Times Square in the city where they had the seminar and I, every morning, I remember I woke up two hours earlier just to like, it felt like I was going on a mission yeah. because I was on a mission to change my life, you know?
0: Ooh, a man on a mission to change his life. I feel you, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, I, again, I'm starting to like this, that you have this ability to, you know, it's like you want to bring people along, however, you are not allowing them being in park to prevent you from driving. Yeah. right. Like you're like, cause a lot of people will say like, yeah, but no one around me ever wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, but I couldn't get anyone to go with me. Right. You even in a place where you're like, you financially, like I can really just use somebody to come in to split the cost with me. Like yeah. literally like thinking from my, as a practical, like I don't even need you to change. I just need your wallet to help me yeah. get into this room. And even when no one's saying it after two times of your friends trying to talk you out of it, you were so determined on like, no, I'm changing my situation. That wow. I'm going to go through this alone. And at that point, this is now the lap where you and I actually met, right? This, yeah. is, this is that room.
1: Yeah, we enter that room. And, and I, I, I honestly, I was so oblivious to what was going on because I thought that was like the last part of the of the train ride with, the, with these seminars. And, you know, they, they always try to get you with more.
0: It hey, don't stop, you
1: <laughs> <laughs> It never stops. But I remember at the end of the three days, um, I I wanted to go for those large packages they were offering, right? Because I I believed in 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 the product, I believed in the in the education, but I could only afford like.
0: Bro, sign you up right now. No. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like no. Which which path? Do you think no, which right path? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's a that's a classic. Oh, I love man. that one. But yeah, I, I was only able to afford $1,500 on a credit card, and I was already maxing out the credit card with that alone. Um,
0: wait, wait. So let me understand this. You, I just want to make this clear for everybody. You paid to go to an event to learn about real estate. When you got to that event, they taught you about real estate. And then they also taught you that, hey, we need to teach you more, and you need to buy a bigger package in order to learn more. In which case, you already didn't have enough money to get into the room, and you chose to still buy a bigger package. You paid five hundred that you didn't have to get into the room, and before you left that room, you paid another fifteen hundred dollars no. to get into another room. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you feel any source of regret for that decision? No, not at all. I just want to. I want to hear that. I like I want people, because there are people that are still on the fence where I like. I grew up like man like these guys are trying to sell me something like i hate it like why are they just they're trying to rip me away from my money right i wish i would have done that much sooner your life starts to change when you do things differently everything inside of me said don't do it everything inside of me said don't do it but i know that going back would have been the same life i just left so Let's get back into your story, bro. Well,
1: because- yeah, definitely. I want to get. I wanted to add a little more to it, just Ooh, even to that weekend. So, I, I, so, I'm working. I'm still working a full time job, even at that time, right? But what I was also doing, I was working probably two to three other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for those uh, who don't know, I have to speak Spanish on my job, so Marlon knows a little Spanish from now every year now. But I, I had I had three other jobs outside of my main job, which was I worked for the New York Knicks um, out af- after I got out of my regular job. Yep. Um, I did, uh, performances on the weekends for like bar mitzvahs and kids and weddings and all that. And then sometimes I'd be, you know, hired for commercial, um, commercial gigs. So like I've been in a few music videos, uh, Jay Balvin music video. Um, uh, there's like some commercials by, um, uh, what's, what's the, uh, Ray J Ray J's brand. Oh. Um, I forgot his his headphone brand I did a commercial for him. Like I've done just a variety of, of you jobs. for Olay, bro? No. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm just saying, yo, you got the silky smooth. <laughs> I, I
1: auditioned for uh, L'Oreal, but they L'Oreal, didn't they didn't call go. me. They didn't
0: call me. Yo, they messed up, man. Yeah, they up.
1: Now, Peep, this I was hired. Actually, they actually wanted me to perform for ASAP, uh ASAP Ferg. Yeah, I'll shoot. The same weekend as the real estate seminar. Get out of there. And I asked if I can just show up after the seminar, and, and I had to make a decision. And I
0: said, I'm going to go for the real estate seminar i'm, I'm like well, one yeah. let's go so i i want to like highlight this yo what up kamahai what up ingrid and what up steven is hopped on ig i can like see their names those are some special names like of course i can see it from across the room like ingrid and like kamahai like you guys don't get to come on ig and not like be <laughs> shouted out by me so you we in a situation where you had an opportunity to go get a paid gig For ASAP Ferg, where you would have been able to meet him, you would have been able to hang out with different people, network, do what you love doing, which is breaking, which is dancing. And instead, you gave that up to spend money. Yeah. To to spend money to go be in a room where you might learn something that could or couldn't change your life. You really don't know because you've never been in this room before like that.
1: Yeah. 1000%.
0: That's crazy. So you bet on yourself, you get into real estate. You pay the fifteen hundred bucks to go to the next level, and then from there the deals just start sliding in, and like you're just like no,
1: not right away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not but, right away. This, this is how it works, right? Because this is how everybody that makes all those like reviews online about how this doesn't work, they're mad because like they were expecting the deals to come in, but the deals just come in. Like no, next no, not nope. today.
1: No, what? Not at all. I. I what did
0: you spend more money? Because I spent more money, man. Like the deal's coming back. <laughs> right. you spent more money, like that's how you make the deal. You just fast. you just
1: closed on the deal today, so did, you know. So that's a, nice deal. That's a great deal, but like,
0: it takes time. So like, let's let's. I want to hear right. So you sign the fifteen hundred. You're you're in mm-hmm. right. First off, how are you feeling? immediately after you give up your money, like you let go of your money, you hand off your credit card, they swipe it, you realize like, damn, I just got charged. How did you feel in that moment? Because I want to let people know like what to expect in that phase. Because it's funny, we never talk about this, but I think this is actually a really important conversation because I know I had some feelings. but so I'm curious to know how you felt.
1: Uh, I, I felt completely scared. I felt completely alone. Um, and I and I felt also completely like like determined. Like there was just this fire that just, like right now is like, I need to act on this because what happened was, and and they, and they you remember they gave us homework to do, to do right away the next day. I didn't hesitate. I, I remember they said, start calling people, start calling people, the f- the first sale by owners, the realtors, whoever you have, a, here's a script they'll give you, you know, they'll yep. provide some help. And I remember I was, I was probably hesitating maybe like five minutes. I was at work and, and, I, and I was just sneaking away and I was like, I'm just going to make this call. And I made the call and I just followed the script. And actually, I didn't even need the script. I was, it was just kind of becoming natural after a while. Wow. And I was just like, oh, that was that was easy. I was like, oh, and I was just getting better and better. And I kept, and I'm talking about within the same week. Yep. Within the same week. And, and I'm I, I must have been absorbing so much content because even the same thing how I was typing on my phone while listening to Rissat that, I was typing word for word on, on the the course education that they were providing that we had access to. And I spent, I spent nights, endless nights, just very little sleep because I just want to make sure I got this information. Like all my free time has to go towards this, right? I I even put dancing on the side because I couldn't, I realized I couldn't enjoy dancing with this, with this block over my head of, of financial stress, emotional stress, right? Um, Things I can't do as as an average person. I can't enjoy life. I'm working three jobs, right? So I needed to make sure that was like removed so I couldn't be at the best of my ability in my dance career.
0: Yo, let's, let's talk about that for a second. And yo, y'all today might be a long episode just because yeah. I don't often get to have my guests be in the same room with me one. And then two, it's normally not people that like i come this cool with right where it's like me and will go back. I spent a lot of time talking with him. Like I've spent a lot of time getting to know him over the years. And what we're tapping into is actually some real stuff that I just, don't hear people talking about often. So if you're on IG right now, share this out with some people. If you're on Facebook, I got no clue because I can't see you right now. But if you're on Facebook and you're enjoying this, share this out, leave some comments. Um, but Will, you start gaining the skills. You start doing the work, right? You start just putting yourself into it. And you said something where you recognized you couldn't even enjoy breakdancing at this moment in your life because yeah. you had this financial like weight hanging over you like just yeah. hanging by a string waiting to drop at any moment and i want to dive into that for a split second because that's something that you know i was actually writing a chapter on like in my next course on this last night which is the the slavery of debt right where it's like debt or like the new it's modern day slavery yeah right like and it does the same thing it takes away from people but it does so so slowly kind of like the analogy of like the lobster or the crab boiling in the pot of water by the time it realizes what's happening it's too late right so you start to feel like oh my gosh like i'm caught in this vortex and i can't even juggle and try to do two things right now like i just need to focus on getting out of this vortex like that yeah. is the only thing that matters because or us everything else is like you just know this thing is constantly looming behind you yeah
1: 100 it was like um all these opportunities that were coming my way at the same time as I was going through this. Um, I still participated in those opportunities because I believe you take out every opportunity that you get, right? Say yes, to almost every opportunity you can. But at that point it wasn't smart because my performance as I was dancing was just like, um, e- even if you don't understand what you're seeing in terms of break dancing, you could see in someone's physical character, even their face or just their expression, that they got something heavy going on, yep. and that's what I was told. I had like you. You just look like there's something heavy on going on with you. Um, it wasn't until uh, what happened was actually let's fast forward a bit, um, because that's 2019 going into 2020. Covid happens, right? Mm. And I remember, man, I, I was actually one of the first few people who caught COVID in that time when it broke out in March. I remember yeah, I COVID last week at Clubber or Summit. <laughs> he <laughs> admitted it right
0: No, no, no. We tested
1: negative. All right, yeah, right man. before we got on, on on shoot today, but but yeah. So so I caught COVID, and and at that time that was scary actually because we, we didn't there was no information whatsoever. I honestly thought that was never going to come here. I'm pretty sure everyone thought I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's on Instagram or it's gonna be it's over there in yes. China. It's like this is never going to come here, right? Um, what ended up happening was I took that time to take a pause from everything. I, I was actually grateful for it. And, and, you know, obviously God bless everyone who's lost their lives and the loved ones that we've missed, you know, because of COVID, I know it's had its negative impacts, but it's, had, it's, it's had its positive as well, where yeah. it took a complete pause in my whole lifestyle where I just was able to just kind of restart and rebuild myself from there. Because at that point I just started learning. I picked up on every personal uh, self-development book. I could pick up psychology, business, sales, um, I and and even before we were um, we were connecting, I was making cold calls, hand dialing seven to eight hours a day. I didn't even, I didn't even know how to skip trace. I was using some website that gave you five numbers per name per address, and I was just there, and I was just like. And, and I'm hearing these podcasts like Max Maxwell, uh, oh. Wholesale Hotline. I actually just just uh, started at the time, like first episode around that time.
0: Dang, you're an OG on Wholesale Hotline. Yeah,
1: I, before they even started, I remember. And and they they were said, yeah, they would make seven to eight hour calls. They'll start at eight a.m. and they'll start. They'll end that because they were so determined. But I didn't have structure. I didn't have the 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 correct information. I didn't have the the right community around me.
0: That's big. That's that's really big actually because even. Check it out because we always talk about the campfire effect. We always talk about squatting up. Shout out Pace Morby for even like introducing that and coining that term in our industry. And Warren Buffett, arguably one of the best investors alive currently, right? Regardless of what industry you're in, Warren Buffett like literally is outperforming almost everybody. Says what matters more than how hard you row is which boat you're in right because sometimes like we're rowing so hard like so you said you didn't have the structure right that's the equivalent of being in like a small little dinghy yeah. that has a freaking hole in the back plus you're pointing in the wrong direction versus now if you start getting some proper information some proper systems yeah. being around the right people you find yourself in a different boat with a bigger motor moving in the right direction that can chop through the waves yeah so you're out there you're hustling you're grinding you're making these calls hand dialing by the way hand dialing so for everyone that's like yo i can't afford a dialer Homeboy was hand dialing, and I remember those days. Shout out to that bro because I used to be there on a Google Voice <laughs> number, straight up eight AM in the morning, starting when it stopped to about six or seven o'clock at night, and I was just like, "Yo, this... we could,
1: we could curse on here, right? Is that all right?" I mean, yeah, we can. Okay, because because the, the amount of fuck yous I got oh in all in that time frame, it was like that that built me up uh, more than anything, bro.
0: That's one thing, Loki. When people, I recommend if you have the opportunity to code call. For at least a week at minimum, like a straight 40 hour week cold calling, do it. Yeah. Because I always say to people, like, that's one of the things, like, people are like, I hate cold calling. I'll say, I like cold calling for what it did for my confidence. Yeah. Because at some point, like, it really doesn't face you anymore that people don't, like, that people come at you angry. Yeah. It really doesn't face you. So I gotta ask a question, bro. Did you ever get like one of the, I, I, I gotta bring this up because, like, it, it hit me personally, bro. <laughs> I one day got, like, maybe, like, my 60th or, like, 70th fuck you in a row, right? Like, all the calls were just, like, F you, F you, F you. So, I didn't get anything nice yet. Yeah. And I was still pretty early on in this game. Right. And I just remember I put the phone down. And I just thought, I was just like, gosh, am I about to cry? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I literally asked myself, I'm like, am I a bad person? I have to be a bad person. That's the only reason this many people would be telling yeah. me to go F myself. And, you know, later on, I realized it's just a part of the process. But I got to deal with that. And I don't know where else I would have been able to have that exposure to that yeah. so that my skin could literally get tougher. Like, I literally like can now put up a guard. Right. I can take it off whenever I want, I can put it up whenever I need. Yeah, and That's important. I know you're enjoying the episode, but you all asked for it, and it's finally here. We finally created a space for us to come together every day and have these kinds of conversations. Not just be a fly on the wall and listen, but actually be in the room, talking to one another, throwing ideas back and forth about mindset, business, entrepreneurship, growth, the books we're reading, the conferences we're going to, the conferences we're hosting, everything under the sun that has to do with entrepreneurship. You name it, we're talking about it. That's right, MorningMindsetCoffee.com. Every day, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern, we're getting together with entrepreneurs from all over the world so that we can grow together. You heard it a million times over. Your network is your net worth. So for $1, you can get into a room that will change your life. What are you waiting for? MorningMindsetCoffee.com. I'll see you in the morning. Now back to the episode. 100%.
1: That, that, that was. If anything, I in the first few, I remember the first few, I was like, I was calm. Because, you know, they'll warn you even sometimes you'll hear about it. But there were some times I had, I I didn't have the patience that I did. And I'd curse back or I'd hang up or I'd I'd, I'd call You're them right. back 20 <laughs> times just to piss them off. Because I was just like, there's no way this guy's going to curse me out right now. And I'm just, all I'm asking is about a property. Like, there's no way. But um, moving, on from that, <laughs> yeah. I, moving on from that, moving on from <laughs> that, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was we, I heard that concept squat up, right. From Hostel Holland, Pace and Jamail and Brent. And you were actually the first person I, I contacted. <laughs> I know where you're laughing because you know what I'm, I'm going to bring it up. So I, I contacted you and I was like, Hey bro, we, we, we should squat up. And he's like, yeah, let, let me, let me ask my partner about that. I'll, I'll get back to you. And, and, you know, I, you guys were, were close at the time. Right. That would, so I was like, okay, never got back to me. <laughs> all right. But, you know, I still kept doing my calls. And then I, um, I, I still connected with some of the other day ones that we started with. So it, it wasn't the end over there. And we um you were still a part of everything we had going on. So if anything, it, it was going to happen regardless. We were no, going to squad up.
0: Bad. Honestly, actually, I got to give a big shout out to you, bro. Really, like on in all realness, man, you actually, and it's like in hindsight, I'm thinking about this, you actually are the one that really pulled me in, right? Like I actually would have you see, like, you know my personality. Type. Yeah. It's actually very easy for me to isolate myself. Right. And for me to kind of stay in my own little island. And because you kept following up with me, you kept reaching out, you kept extending a hand. as like, yo, bro, like, come do this. Like, seriously, like, it took, like, me seven times to really, like, be like, wow, Will, like, is actually, like, legitimately, like, you're consistent. Like, you're, like, you're always there, man. Like, I appreciated that so much that, like, it made me come in a little bit more. And because of that, that's when I connected with you. That's why I really started connecting mm-hmm. with Maurice, Raphael, yeah. and, like, the whole squad. Like that's when like the Northeast really started to form together. And, yeah. Like I came into that. Like I didn't create that. I came into it. I got to be a part of it at the early stages, but you guys put that together. So shout out to you.
1: No, thank you, man. No, we, you we were definitely a part of it all, if anything. And and yeah, all those people, Tanisha, Angie, Raphael, Maurice, all, like anyone I'm shy, shy, all these guys, all these, all these people, they were just, they were all there for it, you know? And, you're right we were a superpower and it was and it was just crazy how much of a force we um but we still are you know we just obviously now we're focused on certain niches at this point
0: bro we squad up hard y'all like, i'm super not gonna be hard. hard like the northeast like yo i'm out here in AZ now like az is cool yo i love y'all i really do i that's why live here but the northeast is legit like i don't care what anybody like nobody's touching there, there's like a the certain northeast. there's a grit
1: that comes bro. that we have that i don't think people understand because not to mention, we we in the Northeast, there's it's a tough market in, in terms of real estate. It's it's tough in terms of the people. Yep. It's tough in terms of even financial like situations, mm-hmm. and people here are just like they're like there's this grit that you're just not gonna give up, you know, or at least it, not so easily.
0: Yo, there's something not like it's not at all like it's straight up like yo, we might get beat down, we might get knocked down, we might get frustrated, we might get pissed off, but we don't stop. Yeah. Like we always come back. And when we come back like we innovate like and it's actually really cool to see because i've traveled around i've seen different environments and we definitely hold it down so i'm not going to go on to a tangent on yeah. how awesome the northeast is how amazing being from new york is <laughs> like, not nah, like but for real though like it is cool so we squat up we start squatting up we start getting together right so you're early in the real estate you're sneaking off to make calls in the side yeah. and you know you're watching wholesale hotline you're taking in as much information as humanly possible, as much as like you could keep your eyes open in the day, you know, what point did things start to change? Like at what point? Cause like now you're making these calls, right? Were you just now that you're making the calls, banging out deals? Like, I guess, where did the first deal come from? Like when did that start to happen?
1: So we, we, uh, we had joint pace that just came out. I've never heard of this guy before. I was like, I don't, who is this guy? I was like, I don't care. Marie sends me forward his information he's doing a 16 hour Facebook live, which I thought was pretty cool. Right. Um, but I was like, I don't know if I should get into that. Cause I should just get first good at wholesaling and then learn that later. But as I'm learning everything he's going on, I'm like, it's like Neo taking the red pill bro. versus the blue pill, bro. I was like, wow. And I, re- and I remember that I sent you his information
0: too. And do yeah. You, do you remember my side of the story from like, no no i don't actually so i don't know if i ever told you this i've told everybody else this i don't think i've ever told you this when you called me that night it's like 10 o'clock at night everyone knows i'm grandpa i go to (laughs) bed early like i do not stay up late right you're like bro you gotta get on facebook right now i'm like Dude, it's 10 o'clock. I want to go to sleep. No, no, no. You need to go on Facebook right now. Yeah. There's this dude, he's breaking down creative finance. Like he's in front of a whiteboard. He's going live for like 16, 24 hours. Like, you need to get on this right now. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? You were actually so animated about the whole situation that like I went against like my own will. And I was just like, let me let me see what Will's so excited about. Yeah. And I open up my computer, and lo and behold, there's this dude standing in front of a whiteboard. Talking about creative financing. And as dead tired as I was, my ass stayed awake for the next day. <laughs> I stayed up until like eight o'clock in the morning the next day. Oh my god. Watching just like this guy go live. So to your point, that was fire. Right? Shout out Pace Morby. Yeah. Like really that that was insane. I'd never seen anything like that before. So you find Pace, you find him doing creative finance live. And what what happens?
1: Not too long after he opens a mentorship right? And that thing's telling me about <laughs> <people>. <laughs> I was, I was one of the first, uh, it was like less than 40 people. It was only like 36, 37 people. I remember what that first signed up day one that were like, even in a Facebook group that we were all a part of. Um, I, <laughs> I, remember, I remember you guys said, it was like, you guys joined. I didn't get in yet. And I was like, Oh, man. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. <laughs> See, I'm here to give you the factual information because what happened, what really happened here, the next day, we're in the group chat. It's like two days later. And they're like, yo, that Zoom paste just did was fire. Boom, boom, boom. Like emojis, emojis. Like, boom, mind blown. And I'm just like, wait, he's back on Facebook Live right now? No. And they're just like, oh, nah, bro. We joined the mentorship. <laughs> yo, like did y'all did you ever like want to go do something like maybe like you're like I want to go to Six Flags I want to go to Europe I want to go do something and like you're telling everybody about it and like yo this would be so dope and then like a few days later they're coming back and they're like oh yeah we already got our tickets and we're already in it we already got the flights booked like I didn't know you would be down for this so they all joined the mentorship so FOMO kicks in heavy for me (laughs) heavy like I'm just like pulling out my credit card like trying to call somebody like (laughs) I'm getting into this mentorship. I'm a little man. I don't like being left out of things, but I feel like I'm being left out. Like I'm just in am on it. And no. what was so crazy is after I joined in, like I dropped the bread. I like, I dropped like, like 7,800. And this was after I vowed that like, I'm not buying a new course until like I master the one I'm currently in. Right. And I'm like, I'm not joining anything. All right. $7,800 later. I'm not joining anything else. <laughs> I come to find out months later, months on accident in a conversation, that all these assholes, four of them, <laughs> signed up together <laughs> and split that. Where I paid the entire thing out of my pocket, where I could have been a part of that. But it's all good now. It's all good. It's all good. I, I walked into that room alone. All right? I'm walking into that room alone. So, uh, so you guys signed up without me.
1: We signed. It <laughs> signed up. Um. Um yeah, we signed up and and I and Did You feel bad about that you left me out. <laughs> I, just, I felt bad the first week but then once you got in it was all right. I didn't feel bad about. Um we so you know, we get in and he starts teaching us and he's like, "All right, if you don't have a budget, what are you going to do to get some deals free marketing? Why don't you contact other wholesalers whose deals fell through and help them close it? Help help, say, help us, you know, solve their problems as well." And I was just like, "Oh, interesting right and and you know we would go on uh not to give too much but you know you, the way you market you go on different facebook groups connect with different wholesalers right depending on what you put out is what you get in terms of a response and what i was doing was a little bit different and and, and it still works even to this day a bit where what i would do is i would go to a specific market mm-hmm. right let's just say i went to florida atlanta uh san diego doesn't matter which one i'd go to that uh, search up on facebook let's say um, Florida Real Estate Investor Network Facebook group, whatever it was, right? And I would write in the post, I would say um something relating to that city. So if I had to, for example, if I was in Atlanta, I'd say, hey, you know what? I partnered up with someone who loves Outcast, who loves Goody Mob, who loves being in Atlanta, um, love like loves all these guys and wants to buy at this percentage um of, of value for properties if you guys don't have any deals or if you guys have deals that people were asking too much, let's go back. Let's, let's help you guys out and let's partner up. Let's put some money in your pocket. And I had, I didn't, I, funny enough, I didn't even have wholesalers reach out to me. I had a few, but it was mainly sellers where we were contacting me, trying to sell me their properties on Facebook messenger.
0: Get out of here. Yeah check this out yo like i didn't even know that gem like i didn't know how specific you were doing with like getting local in the market that's a gem right yeah now. like you just made somebody listening just made probably like an extra 20k off of that right there yeah. so make sure you send will some like sushi money <laughs> All right? so you were doing that
1: i was doing that and i was getting a whole lot of uh, responses from sellers and then I, I was on the phone i remember i got a a 24 unit portfolio deal that i didn't even know what to do with right and and Um, and that, that deal didn't end up working out, but what ended up happening was people were putting out a lot of similar Facebook messages, but nothing like mine. Right. And what ended up happening was one wholesaler shared it in a Facebook, uh, group chat that I was in and said like, Hey, are all you guys writing like the same message or something? Right. And then another wholesaler read that, read the post itself from that message. And he's like, Oh, I have a deal. It didn't work. It's not going to work as wholesale Yeah, Take it. And it was a deal out in West Virginia.
0: I remember West Virginia. Yeah,
1: it was a deal out in West Virginia. I, I remember I spent weeks talking, building rapport with the seller. And I explained them what subject two was. I explained them what seller finance was. I explained them that I can't pay you cash, but you know what? I want to give you the value you're looking for. Why don't we take uh, do payments instead? And I'll take over your that you, the debt you have in place. And he was like, yeah, 100%. And he, and he, and and I remember he asked me, I asked him, what did he want as a down payment? He's like, I'll just take like something like first month's rent, 700 bucks. And I was like, all right. This-
0: who, who else gets? So for all those people like, yo, you can't get like low down payments. He's got a $700 down payment on a house, on a house. Like think about what your ROI is. If it's renting for 700 bucks and it only costs you $700 to get into the deal in the very first month you make your money back think about what your roi is now so you get your first deal
1: i get my first deal so many things went wrong <laughs> i remember so many things went wrong i remember
0: matter of fact there was a day we were out door knocking and you're on the phone with i was mic. stressed that day <laughs>
1: stressed because, because what ended up happening was i was marketing to sell the deal right i was going to have a family move in Put a down payment and cover the the monthly payments plus you know extra on top to make my cash flow. Um, I had one family who committed, but then they backed out and disappeared out of nowhere. And what ended up happening was I had one person ready to go. He was like he he wanted this house. He really wanted this house. I wanted to help him out. And he actually what he ends up doing is he goes to the house. I have great rapport with the sellers too, so they're actually helping me have other people come in and walk them through the mm-hmm. house themselves. This guy goes to the house, and he tries to make a deal with the sellers themselves. and And they're not, they're not. I'm, I'm not disrespected. They they weren't the brightest in terms of like what was going on. I yeah,
0: used to call them. What do you used to call? Them? <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: Then we're not gonna say that right god, now. <laughs>
0: That'll be for the after hours at show. the after like, show. Like, yeah, yeah. We yeah. just... used to say some funny stuff. Like, oh my gosh!
1: Oh my god, man! So this guy tried to make a deal with my sellers. And they, and they were going to move forward with the deal. Right. And I was like, I'm under contract. You guys, you can't, you guys can't do that. I go, I go get a memorandum filled out. I, I record and document that stuff because shout out to pace. Cause he showed me how to do that. He told me exactly what to do. And what ends up happening is we get to the day of closing and that guy on the phone, right. I'm, I'm sorry. Even before we got to the day of closing, he calls me up and he says like, I just made a deal with, with the, with the sellers. Um, you're just a glorified real estate agent, and you're not going to get this house and then hung up on me, right? Day of closing happens, right? I even the attorney tells them they have to go to closing because you have a signed document and you guys decide to, you guys agreed to move forward, right? And I and I, you know I I, re, I reconnected with the sellers, so they they understood they're going to go and sign for closing. They go and sign for closing, and that guy shows up to closing, right? And he tries to make a deal like draw up the paperwork wow. on the spot with that same attorney who I already filed with. Right. And the attorney's looking at him like an idiot. It's like, you can't, no, you, you can't do a deal right now. These guys are already on their contract. They're scheduled to close right now. Here's the documents they have to sign with this guy, me, right? Will. And what ends up happening is I close, I get the deal done. Right. I'm I finally close my first deal. And he calls me up and he says, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't know you guys were already under contract. Oh, get
0: out of here.
1: You know, like, can we still work out a deal? It'll still be like this and, 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 and like this and this. And, and then I just hang up on him. I just ignore it. You don't, you don't do business with snakes. Nope. Don't do business with snakes. You know?
0: Yo, good stuff, bro. Yeah. Because so like a lot of people would have been tempted to like try and make it work. But like, that's one of the biggest things. Like, I want everyone to understand this. If you have a bad vibe about people, if people show you who they are, you do not try to change people. Be happy that they showed you their fangs and move on. No. Like, don't be desperate because that energy creates terrible results. When you start putting out desperate energy, bad things happen. Like, you just have to be able to walk away. There's actually so much strength. Actually, a lot of you, what we do in sales is like that ability of no. just like literally being able to say like, effort it to the deal. Like, you know what? I don't care yeah i genuinely i'm here to help if you won't let me help if i can't help i will walk away i'm gonna go help someone i can yeah someone that wants it so you sign the contract you get the deal closed you now own a property how crazy is it by the way like you own a property now at this point and you still got debt going on you still got like everything in your life happening and but you own a house now like you actually are a homeowner i I, I own a piece of property on top of that you took over Somebody else's mortgage, yep. complete strangers, people that you've only ever met over the telephone.
1: Yeah. How wild! That was, it was pretty, it was pretty wild, man. And, and actually, even leading up to the closing, my ego was going crazy, like super scared. Like, I sh- what are you doing? You should never got into real estate. I, like, what are you doing getting a deal in, in, a, in a state like this? And virtually, like, like everything in my mind, my ego was telling me, like, everything was out of fear. Like, why are you going through this? that's part of what's going to happen when you go through a new experience is actually good for you your ego is going to be scared and and you really don't know what you're getting yourself into but you know it's for for the better
0: bro that is the most true thing that's literally i I tell people this all the time like i get scared with basically every single deal like i have like i'm talking like i got deals right now i got properties that i own right now i have deals that are in contract right now i have like all of them (laughs) until they are closed a part of me is like a little nervous like i'm yeah. just keeping it real like i'm really like you even saw me today with like that deal it was like but you start to get better where it's like i actually wasn't freaking out as much like now yeah. i'm just like yeah i was like yo bro this deal could potentially fall apart and blow up in my face and if that does happen then i not only am i out of luck like i literally have to come up with a new plan and luciano table tape like the lunch table today was asking me like well what would be your plan b had you asked me a couple of months ago, I would have been like, I don't have a plan B. But yeah. now because we keep evolving, we keep learning new things. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, man, I will just do this. I will do a rate and term refi. I will take over the property. I will maybe take a couple thousand dollar loss yeah. on the front end. But then I will go and wrap this property to a homeowner, get them to come in, get their down payments, replenish the money I put into it. Boom, 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 boom. All this stuff only comes from putting yourself in the game. Yeah. So you put yourself in the game, although you're, everything's trying to talk you out of it you commit you are now a homeowner and you just like x'd out the buy the only buyer that you had that like really wanted yeah. this thing. you just hung up the phone on him
1: pretty much what so what the way i even profited from that deal itself was i actually connected with someone who was in the mentorship as well let's go right he lived uh shout out to one of my partners curtis eden
0: he, yo curtis shout out to curtis, curtis he, is fire.
1: he came out he connected with me and, and essentially we did, we did a creative deal where, you know what, he'll fix up the property. He, um, we'll get it out on the market or if not, we'll at least have it rented out, but he'll pay me basically like an assignment fee uh, and t- just for even bringing the deal and bringing this property because it's in a market that he actually wants to be in. Yep. And I got paid out about uh, close to $10,000. Right.
0: Ooh, and so 10K on your first deal.
1: I was like, yeah, 10K on my first well, deal. I was it's like, my
0: first deal. And
1: I was, <laughs> I was just like, Oh, this is crazy. But the journey doesn't, doesn't even like, it It doesn't end there with a smiley face because essentially that like, there was a period of time when people go through this, you have a drought of like no deals coming in. Right. It
0: happens.
1: And at that period of time, I remember w- what I did was I had, I still didn't have a lot of budget. I didn't want to use up all the money I had anyways, and I didn't have a team or anything. So what I went and did was I went and, I was basically five other people's acquisitions. Uh, acquisitions people.
0: That's right. That was back when you were uh, calling for Jacques. You were calling for John,
1: John um, Curtis as well. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think a few other people. I can't remember. Like at least five, minimum five people. I was calling all of their leads, and it got to a point where uh, I wasn't generating so much my own leads. But I remember I spent twelve hours on the phone from. What was it? It was about. I was talking from about seven a.m. Yep, till about seven p.m.
0: I remember those days. I didn't
1: have lunch. I got three contracts in that day, and I remember at the end of the night, my jaw was physically hurting from talking so much. I'm talking about. I didn't even stop to to drink water. I'm to, back. Like when I say calls were back to back for twelve hours straight, I I wish you like I wasn't exaggerating. We're talking about 15, 30 minute phone calls onto the next one, onto the next one, onto the next one.
0: Ooh, come on now. So, like, I want everyone to see, like, this is like coming full circle because the same sort of focus, the same sort of discipline and energy that you put into breaking is now finding its way into your real estate endeavor. Now, you are at a place where, although the cards are stacked against you, you're not allowing any of them to act as an excuse to stop. Yeah. Right. You're actually just saying, okay, what do I need to do now? Oh, cool. I got no money for a budget. Great. I'm going to go on Facebook and find leads. Oh, great. My only buyer walked away. I'm going to squat up and find another investor. I'm going to sell to another investor and actually make a pretty sizable payday on this deal that no one else could get done, right? on a deal that the seller wants too much money for. Then I still don't have leads, right? Because like, I I still don't have that much money. I'm going to go and actually work on other people's leads for them and go make money that way. So my overhead is nothing. It's just sweat equity. Yeah. That's
1: fire. I, I remember I was, I was a little down, even going down approach. Cause you were telling me, it's like, well, where's your business? Where, and that was the wake up call actually. It was like, where is my own business? Mm-hmm. Where am I generating my own leads? But I realized there's stepping stones and you just, you have to be resourceful, you know? Cause at the end of the day, that's, uh, that's how you got to survive in this business for the most part.
0: Yeah. And let's, let's actually talk about that for a second, because I've actually been playing with this thought recently and it, I picked it up from Alex, Alex Ramose. Yeah. And he said something along the lines of, you know, what he and his team do, they they do sit down and they create these big lofty goals and lofty dreams, right? However, every quarter or two, they recreate new dreams and their rocks, their milestones to get towards those dreams are actually much, much smaller in comparison to the dreams because he honors the small victories, Right? Because he's like, yo, we need these small victories to keep stacking because if the only way I'm going to be happy is when I get to the top of the mountain, I got a long way to go. Yeah, right. It's going to be a long time and I might get too depressed before you can get there to make it there. Yeah. So the fact that you were like, you know what? These are stepping stones. I'm going to actually do this now as a way of keeping going, but I'm not taking my eye off the ultimate prize, which I got to say, shout out to you, bro. Because you have been very consistent with what you want since the day I met you. You've known what you've wanted. Yeah. Like you straight up, you're just like, no, I'm like, this is what I want. This is why I'm here. And you're not afraid to admit it to anybody, including yourself.
1: Yeah. You no. Know, so I, I kept on moving from there. What ended up happening was um, essentially, you know what, even when it comes to just overall general success, you could, you could attain whatever financial status it is, but if there's not a lot of internal work that comes along with it, then you're going to feel empty. And, and there's always going to be like a step. You feel like you skipped. Mm there's a level in the game you didn't get back to. Right. And that's what ended up happening actually the past, probably within the past year or so, because I, I probably went through some of my highest and lows within this past year where um, I'm building up traction in real estate. I, I have a small team going on right now. Right. And, and shout out to my team, obviously. And I'm getting back into the competitive circuit of, of dancing again like my 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 debt's gone my bills are paid I'm I'm living well for the most part at least you know paying my rent and not having to worry about anything else right and I'm getting back into competing again at a heavy at a very high level like just kind of going straight forward and I'm actually uh, I get performance anxiety when I compete and it, it doesn't show on my face I kind of have to turn on this face where people tell me it's like um, you just look like a different guy like <laughs> funny enough I I, I went I I was flown out to Taiwan one year in, in 2019 and, and it was New Yorkers versus their Taiwan uh, dancers and someone said like oh my God he looks so he looks so tough he's like such a New Yorker so gangster I'm like if anyone knows me I'm not a gangster guy. I'm not a thug whatsoever but I could put on that persona in my dance because um, these are aspects in like hip hop I love hip hop right oh. so I'm competing at a high level. And I'm and I'm, I'm getting traction in my real estate business, but what ends up happening is uh, I get invited to go to a, a a competition sponsored by Red Bull, right? And it's it's the USA National Finals. For those who don't know, Red Bull sponsors a competition, and the and the World Finals is called Red Bull BC One, and they host it every year in a different part of the world, um, in you know in different countries, whatever. And they'll have city qualifiers leading up to regional, leading up to national, leading up to the World Finals. And I had a spot for the nationals, right? One of 16 people to compete and then be eligible to be possibly even in the world finals. And what ends up happening is I, um, I want to be more, I'm, I'm an overachiever. So I start preparing and I go to these other smaller uh, Red Bull qualifiers that I didn't even need to compete. I was, I already have a spot. And people are telling me, why are you here? You don't need to compete. I was like, I want to get ready. I want to do my best for the nationals in two weeks. And I, and, and at the same time as the nationals, I was invited to Pace's mastermind that same weekend. Yeah, Right. I was, I, I like, that was probably the highlight. Was, I was like, I was invited to Red Bull. I was invited to the mastermind by Pace and I, I make it to the second round in this, one of these battles that I'm, um, you know, I, I didn't need to enter, but I want to just get the, the, the reps, the reps in with high level people, because I'm going to be battling high level people. And what happens was I go out, first round of my of the second round that I advanced to I go out the first round I go out for a side flip and I land and it was and the impact essentially I already had some trouble but I, I I guess I I didn't realize it until then in that moment I tore my ACL and I had to call out the battle right then and there and they you know they the ambulance comes I have to go to the doctor and 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 that was a whole journey on its own. This is
0: this is recent one. This, this was, was August, last August, last right? August, yeah. Like this is
1: very, very eight, re- eight very months ago, eight, eight yeah, eight, yeah not over, even a year. Not even a year. So I I go there and 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 I'm still thinking like, damn, I have these two big events coming up, right? But the first thing I have in my mind is I have to get through this week. So what I do is I I go and get an MRI that was even a challenge on its own because the healthcare system's telling me like your insurance got to approve it. This, that, and the third, I forced my way to get an MRI. Like I was like, no, I'm going to go to here. Give me a referral. I'm getting my MRI today. I get it done in one day. I pay out of pocket. This is how great. And this ties a little bit with mindset because people, even the lady at the front desk is saying like, excuse me, sir. Um, you know, you know, your insurance is not covering this. It's $370. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's $370. I could pay for it. Like, (laughs) like I need that today right now. You know, I get my results and I go see like one of the top athletic surgeons for like these sorts of things. And I get the news that I get, I have my ACL torn and I have to do a reconstruction surgery and I have to cancel everything going on for the next, not even the next two weeks, the next year, nine to 12 months, you know?
0: not what an athlete wants to hear no no not what anyone growing wants to hear
1: and it, it's funny enough my ego was prepared to bounce back because as soon as i as soon as i heard the news okay i had maybe like five minutes to kind of uh soak in that news it was it was bad news right mm-hmm. and then i was like, okay we're getting the surgery next week next wednesday i want to be the first one to get the surgery. And we scheduled the surgery.
0: I remember that too. Cause I remember like asking you, like if you're going to wait till after the event, after like the mastermind, you get the surgery or not. No, nah, I but... you really wanted to come out here to Arizona. You really wanted to be yeah. there for that. Yeah, man. And, like that was crazy. Cause you were invited as a guest. Like it wasn't like you were like, you were actually about to be flown out. Yeah. To the, to the mastermind. And
1: and after the mastermind, I would have flown out to, to the competition that yeah. would have been in Florida. And I, I canceled everything, you know? Um, I was grateful because in that time that let me build up my real estate business with my team. And it it wasn't an easy process, but it was, it was one I'll forever be grateful for in those months because I even learned a lot about emotionally myself that I like leading up to all those events. I told you the series of unfortunate events leading up to even like the, the one win I had in real estate to where I'm getting multiple wins. Now I'd even say I skipped the whole part. Well, i not even, I was carrying something throughout my whole life where I had this belief where all good things come to an end.
0: Yep. Oh, wow. Interesting.
1: And a lot of people realize what people don't realize, even when they get into any, anything they want to get into, you might not be seeing success because there's a limiting belief that you haven't confronted yet. And that's, and that beliefs, like there's this, there's this, uh, there's this philosopher um, uh, Ortega Gazette. He says that your ideas are yours. You own your ideas. You could transform your ideas. But your beliefs, they own your life,
0: mm. whether you know it or not. That's big. That's yeah. big.
1: And until you learn how to realize what where those beliefs stem from, and and what it how it's led to your career, your finances, your relationships, right? Um, then it's they're going to continue, you know, running your life. And I've realized, I, I, as this knowledge I was learning of within myself of the ego um you know more psychology based uh things in personal development i was like wow i have a certain amount of beliefs that were hindering my success because i kind of wanted it to be that way it was my all all it is if you know this it's just a little cherry on top your ego attaches to beliefs because it's all it's doing is protecting you Yep. because you must have gone through some experience where now it's like it created a belief and now we got to protect you so you don't have that pain to go through
0: it's protecting my identity yeah it's protecting my identity it's funny don just jumped on too and he's just like oh he's like chill will yeah, yeah <laughs> you your job i love i love
1: don man he's 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 so awesome no
0: he's a freaking man love this guy man so that's it that's crazy so you start to realize right that you had some you know it's interesting actually because as again as an athlete like i can relate so heavy yeah. Because we live sometimes so much in our body, in our physical capability, right. that when that gets pulled away from us, it puts us in a different place. It puts us, it makes us be still. Yeah. And when we're still, there's a lot to deal with. There's a lot of things that come up. A lot of people can't be still with themselves. Right? This is why we have so many distractions, TV, Instagram, your cell phone. Like, people walk to the house and it does not Like, how often do you know people that walk into their house and they let it stay quiet? Mm. But most people, as soon as they walk in, they got to turn something on, turn the radio on, turn the TV on, turn their music on. Like, they can't be alone with themselves. Yeah. So, you now get injured. You lose out on two very big things, very big milestones for you in your life. Where are you at? And, yo, I told you, I warned everybody, this is going to be a long episode. Like, (laughs) this is we're diving in deep tonight so yeah you know i don't even know if my like recording is going to capture all this my computer's telling me that the disc is almost full like we're running out of hard drive space but we're going to keep going
1: yeah so um i so all right so essentially what i end up coming across is i come across this information on on this app clubhouse something called um learning something about called unani biotypes right this
0: is when you got into
1: Nani i got into it uh almost yeah around the same time yeah around the same time when i got injured so if for those who don't know nani biotypes and and i might be butchering the description a bit but there's essentially four temperaments and the these temperaments essentially come from like greek and it's tied with like ayurvedic medicine and it's even practiced in india but essentially there's four biological types of people where you're 70% biology, 30% personality. And, and what we've come to learn, at least what I learned from what they were describing was um, it's just translated all throughout life or all throughout the world. You um, universally, but we'll just see it as something else. Maybe like the disc personality test, you'll see it right. The 4%, like you'll see it in all these different personality tests. Exactly. Exactly. One of those. But what it is, is that, Essentially, your biology determines your personality. But what happens is uh, that used to be the case. But as you go on through life, you develop a personality that's not your base personality through your biology. Right. Interesting. And so with that, with that also came with this training where they were talking about tying in systemic psychology and how that's going to be tying in with your personality and your and your essentially your bio type.
0: All right, so we're, we're going to pause it. We're, gonna go, yeah. we're going deep now. I want to make we're sure we're so, yeah. because like Because we're going off the deep end, right? Sometimes people, they get lost when we start going down this place. Yeah. So essentially, and I want to make sure I'm understanding.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: Right? Where we're talking about essentially after you've been injured, right? You're, you're finding yourself in a place where you've got more time to study. You've got more time to sit and learn and reflect. Right. And you start learning about biotypes where essentially the premise behind this is actually that our physiological makeup, like the way that we're physically built and made, yeah, actually plays a part of our natural, our more innate characteristics. And then as we grow, so essentially that's our nature. Mm-hmm. As we grow, our nurture yes. begins to introduce a perhaps like a new psychology, right? A new form of us, like something happens, maybe we have an early childhood trauma, maybe it's just culture, whatever the case is. We start to build something that maybe is or isn't in resonance with the foundation, and this can either potentially cause challenges, Mm -hmm. or can even potentially, if a good combination gets mixed, create this accelerated growth where we're like, "Holy crap, who is this person?"
1: Yeah, you couldn't have said it any better, honestly. The nature versus nurture concept, one thousand percent. Just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you said you said it perfectly. You said it perfectly, and. It's, it's hard because once you learn this, it's like you can't unlearn it. I, you start reading people and you know their life um, without even them having to tell you anything, right? It, it's, it gets so crazy, bro, really crazy. So I learned more about myself. I learned more about who I'm attracted to, why I'm attracted to them. Um, but like, just even if it's platonic or, or, or romantic, like any sort of relationship, you learn why you're drawn to these people and what why you're drawn to the decisions you've made. And as I'm learning this, I joined, they had an intensive six week program where it's called balancing your biotype. So if, if, for my anime fans, anyways, you ever seen Avatar, the last airbender? Let's go, bro. So yeah, you're going to have the four elements fire. Uh, let's look at it as like a compass fires up top waters at the bottom on the left-hand side is, um is uh, 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 now earth. And then the right-hand side is air. And those actually indicate the four biotypes. My biotype, um, and I, w- I don't want to confuse people or get into too much detail with the names, but I was that the element for that was fire. And so, for example, for me, I had to learn how to balance out my biotype and dive more into my water, where it means mine to start off with is rela- um, result oriented, I'm goal oriented, I'm impulsive, I want things right now. So, you're red, you're yeah, I'm, like, a red. You're I'm a red, I'm a red, red, red yeah, yeah, I'm a red personality. But, like, I'm
0: gonna like relate it to like the things I know where I'm like, yeah, right, cool. So, like what you're describing, like, yeah, that's a
1: driver, I have a controlling personality, yes, yeah, you're, you're a driver, yeah and and we're natural born leaders, but the thing that we skip out on is we have a hard time understanding emotions, relationships, uh, just being more caring and nurturing in that sense, right, almost like a mom kind of figure mm-hmm. and and I realized like wow, I like like in the six weeks of training that I learned to balance out my biotype, part of it was what beliefs d- led you to where you are taking this program, or even to just the, the paths you've taken for your business or personal endeavors, whatever. What, um what, yeah, so what, what beliefs led to that? What started those beliefs? What other memories also compounded to add on to those beliefs, right? And man, it got deep, it, it got so deep where um, to end it off the six week program, I went through Emotionally, I went through a lot, um you know, romantically as well, and and even just business wise, and just even thinking like I like I wasn't even fully back physically to get into dance. Say, yeah, like
0: this is literally like a brand new rock bottom. Yeah, it was it was a brand
1: new rock bottom, and when I finally the way to to the way essentially to balance out, they call and I don't want to sound like a cuckoo crazy guy, but I'm gonna get into a bit detail I'm where
0: sure
1: we're going off the deep end. Yeah, we're going off the deep end a little bit. <laughs> So they said, in order to to basically hack your subconscious, it's something known as uh, doing a psychomagic act. And the way that is, the way they described it was, I mean, we do this every day. Like if you graduate high school, what really indicates that you graduate high school? That you have to walk down, uh, uh, what is it like, uh, down the line, down the lane, right. and get your diploma. And then, okay, now that gets in your head that indicates that you graduated high school, or weddings, or anniversaries or whatever or birthdays something ceremonial. something ceremonial right and there's there's essentially symbols that mean the same thing in all cultures so fire means you're burning something like the, uh like yeah something's being burnt uh you're bearing something that means that's the end of that um honey means like carrying sweet um and there was something with milk as well like tying in with
0: money but everyone else is so curious of me like it's like i want to know where it's going I'm like, the cell, I'm like so
1: I'm, I'm i'll get into it So, so essentially what ends up happening is I have to do a cycle magic act where I have to basically indicate something because, uh, just add a little more detail actors, for example, they do it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Your, your unconscious doesn't know what's going on, but your conscious does. Right. So, um, I'm sorry, your conscious, like, you know, what's going on, but your unconscious doesn't know what's going on. So like, let's say if there's a scene and I have to kill my son and we have to take that scene a hundred takes you know we're acting but your unconscious doesn't mm. and that's why you'll see a lot of actors actually kind of that you know, makes a
0: lot of sense because even if you think about uh who was it that played the uh the joker back? yeah
1: the yeah 100 percent. that like, was because, yeah like, you
0: couldn't at some point you've done this so many times you can't separate that you know what, that's a testament that would be a whole study right there just on yeah you know, i'm not gonna go down that route. Yeah, like, yeah that's actually really cool to think about because why do we enjoy our favorite actors is because they do get so much in that scene. Like when we're watching them on a TV screen, like on a movie screen, like they actually are that person in that moment. That's who they are. So you start to realize you're going to have to do like a ritual, like that puts you in that state of identity, right? You adopt that identity. I essentially have to
1: bury the old will that I was comfortable with, that my ego was comfortable with. My ego was actually terrified up until doing the actual act itself where the act I, the way I did my act was um, I got some chains. I got a chain breaker. I had money tied to it as well. I wrote a letter to myself, to my old self saying like, thank you for bringing me to where I've been and the lessons I've learned and everything I've, that I've gone through as a result, but I don't need you anymore. And uh, I had this ceremony where um, someone, you could have someone else present and the other person broke the chains. It made money come to me easily. I brought also a, a childhood gift, um, uh, um, like something from my childhood. Right. And, and then I read the letter out loud and I burnt it and I, and I, you know, I, I threw out the ashes. Well, I put honey over it and then threw out the ashes. To testify healing, Yeah. To testify healing. And then, um, uh, because there were so many beliefs that tied in with childhood, um, having like money being a challenge as well. And and then even just carrying a heavy weight. Yeah. You know, because uh, what I've learned, even learned getting into dancing, uh, remember I told you we're 10 year olds battling like 25 year olds, right? Yep. I essentially, essentially even growing and even growing up in New York, you're going to go through this, uh, maybe not so much now, but at least when we were coming up, you're kind of forced to grow up early. Without a doubt. And 100%. And you kind of skip out on a phase of life where you don't get to go back and enjoy it. And I, when I found out I, I skipped out on a whole phase of life that I didn't even realize because i was forced to grow up that act itself consciously i know what i was doing but unconsciously that lifted a burden
0: and Mm -hmm.
1: i've seen so many things change as a result i mean that's essentially one way to hack the subconscious bro i
0: i gotta like look because ingrid just (laughs) said something over here too ingrid said wow i would love to do this i i love that like yo bro you're making some waves right now because (laughs) I just lost the comment. Sorry about that. Yeah, but like, That's so good. No, nah, you know, like, I, I was just so curious because I saw something. I was like, yo, she's saying something, and I want to make sure that we read that, yeah. and catch that, because what you're talking about, it's like it's powerful, right? Like, because I weird. even like, I started to get imagery in my mind of you having that chain across, you, of you having that money there, of you having this block, this, this lock. Yeah. And so much of what we do is an internal game. I am yeah. convinced, like wholeheartedly. If somebody try to prove me otherwise. That everything we do in life is an internal game, oh, everything, yeah, like there isn't anything that we do that's not personal development, that's not oh yeah. our own improvement, that's an opportunity for us to grow, so you cut the chain, and again, like this is interesting because you're doing this at a, a low point, yeah, and, like I want to emphasize that a lot of times some of our biggest growth comes from the lowest lows, like it, yeah, that's the moments where it happens where. It's almost like we're being pulled back that like an analogy of, like the arrow yeah. being pulled back like it has to be pulled back or we'll go everyone else is getting ahead you've got to be pulled back to get swung forward,
1: yeah, and I'll tell you what I started seeing right away where um in that time I started to tap into my feelings. I'd never tapped into my feelings like even if it came to relationships in general or even something bad happened like even those series of unfortunate events yep. I was just like all right, I'm just gonna add it on to the back like I got this I'm gonna thug it out but I Something changed where even like the the phone calls we're making with sellers, I'm I'm actually feeling them like I I like and and I was and then I I reach out to people who who feel on a general basis and and women have a more way more better of an ability to feel,
0: bro. If you're freaking, you're feminine it, yeah, bro. Really real. like, it, it really is, it is true, true, bro. Don't talk about this, but like.
1: The feminine, en- you need the feminine energy to manifest.
0: It's pop, like it's literally the creative force. Like, yeah. I mean, we can get into a whole like this. Is a, oh yeah, that, that, that's really a whole one of my favorite topics. To talk of course, about that no one ever talks about. Or no, I should say no one. People in our circle, I don't often hear them talk about it. Yeah. This is literally one of my favorite topics. I've actually like have thought about creating masterclasses around this topic, creating like books and workshops. Oh, bro, this. yeah, because it is such like an eye opener and when you realize why so many men run into so many problems you just now that you're on this side you realize like oh dude you just haven't tapped into your feminine energy yet like bro literally not even have you not tapped into it you have no clue it even exists you don't even know it's real bro family. i
1: felt so much where it was overbearing where i'm like how do you how, like i gave respect to her, like how do you feel so much because it's a lot so much. and 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 at the time i was i was going through something romantically where it just it just hurt like it in a, in a general basis, it wouldn't have hurt if it was maybe my my prior self, right, prior to that ceremony. But I, I was like, wow, I'm feeling a lot, and it and it transferred over to me um, feeling more even in my business, in my dance, in my personal endeavors with even or even my relationships in general. Because I used to just if I hear someone going through a problem, even one of my personal friends, I actually felt for him. Like I was like, y'all, g- I'll give you a hug. Like it, like I really feel for you. And before I'd be like, yo, just thug it out, bro. Why are you being like? i been so soft, you yeah. know, um, and and I've seen it happen now. And and look, I'm I'm honestly my team is getting a lot more success with our calls because when you care more, you do close more,
0: right? Yeah, you know, it's everything, man. Like sales and service. Like when we it's a service, people, bro. When yeah, you realize that. Like things just, bro. You know it's funny? There, like I don't say this often, right? Like there are mornings, you know, from like I wake up early for the morning mindset coffee, right? Right up like 4 a.m. for everybody because I'm on the West Coast, and there are some days where I'm gonna be honest, y'all. I don't wanna be up at 4 a.m. Like yeah. I would much rather be asleep, especially when something keeps me up a little late and now I'm running on two, three hours of sleep. I really don't want to be awake. And what gets me to show up is I remind myself, yo, people are getting better because of this. Yeah, people are changing lives because of this, going through some major situations. Like care about them. If you don't yeah. like care for anything else, care about them right now, and then those end up being the days where we have some of the biggest breakthroughs where people are just like, yo, I needed to be here today. I needed to hear that today. So I can only imagine like now that you're tapping into that with your sellers, right. You're really like, you're solving more problems. You're helping because it hurts. Like yeah, it hurts when you don't solve that problem or like when you make something worse. Yeah. Right. And like, I'll tell you the story later, man. (laughs) I think I told you like last week, like last Friday, no joke. I was like, I think I came out. I told Devin, I was just like, "Yo, I, I cried it's just now."
1: Wow. Yeah. That's
0: Friday morning. I, I cried, and I cried because I got involved in a situation and I made it worse. Oh, and man. I didn't bring value to the equation, and I actually took value away, and like destroyed value. I didn't like yeah. it. I literally like lit value on fire and made the situation worse. Wow. And I was just like, I don't want to be this person like ever. Yeah. But I was grateful to feel that. Yeah. I was grateful because something clicked in me again last week where i'm just like things have been a little different since then so it's always at these moments of being at a low that something new turns on yeah so bro that's insane yeah
1: so and, and it, it gets even crazier because oh, shoot. well just even more recent events you know i i always had a tr- i always had trouble just with the power of manifesting itself right man people would say you know manifest this and then it's and and even even saying you want to manifest something unless it's coming from a clean good source of energy like you know you can manifest something but it it, it could drain you as well right um i've started to see things happen like with my team like even someone we brought on new his name was david and he got his first contract and i was like like emotionally i was like wow i'd help teach someone to create to duplicate a result and and he's happy for it and and i I want to make more of that happen and I want to make more of that happen for the rest of my team. I'm seeing them, I'm able to provide uh, funds going to their bank accounts. I'm like, yo, I, I, I love being in this put put in this position where I could, you know, feel that sort of enjoyment um, and manifest that sort of possibility. And I'm seeing it even happen in my, uh, in my dance, my professional dance career where I'm still competing at a high level. Um, just recently, like I remember I was on my way, not here, but I think after clever summit, I got an email saying I was invited to a, a competition for Red Bull, they wanted me back. Right. And, and to, as an invitee, and I was like, yeah, I'd love to do it. You know, like the things that I would just like, wow, like I I have to be grateful at these points because manifesting used to be so, you know, (laughs) challenging, man. It's like I was pushing a rock and it's like, it doesn't have to be like that.
0: Yeah. Anyone else like loving this episode right now? (laughs) Anybody like, I'm over here, like listening. I'm just like, yo, like, I love this, man. Yeah, man. Because that's what it can feel like so long and, like, this is a testament of persistence, right? Because if you started diving into this work on, like, self-development personal development. it's been over two years now. Hell, it's probably been over, like, three years. yeah, right? Maybe even longer, right, that you've been, like, doing. It. And now, now the seeds that have been planted, even just, like, the seed at a foundation level, like, as a foundation itself, is forming. And you're recognizing, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm finally grabbing from the clean pool. Yeah, man. I'm finally, like, I've been... I've been making for the mud this whole time. Like today mm-hmm. was
1: a perfect example, man. You know, we contacted Pace. I just figured we'd link up for, to see wholesale hotline. And literally we know we go on the set of A&E, yep. you know, and have an amazing. On TV. Yeah. Right?
0: On <laughs> Get, on national television. you catch me
1: on A&E on one of his episodes. I'm like, wow. Like that. And we didn't expect that today, you no. know? I'll, and I was happy I got to bring you along for the drive. I was like, that made me even, that made it even so much better. Um, So, so, so many things happen in, in that sense, man. Like just, and, and I remember you t- you tapped into this message as well. You have to you have to prepare for the success, but a lot of the work comes internally, mm. and, and and that can't be any more far, further from um, that can't be any more close to the truth, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's all internal work, right? Like yeah. it's literally some of the highest level conversations I have with people. It's so funny because people will actually someone asked me this the other day. They said like, how do you go up and just talk to people that are much higher level than you? People that are earning way more money than you people that have achieved more success people that have 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 business years experience on top of you. And I like had to stop and think about it for a second. I was like, how do I go talk to these people? And I realized I'm talking about the only thing that matters, right? Which is the mindset, right? We're talking about like the things that are internal, you know, because yes, they can tell you the practical steps of do this, do that, (laughs) do this. Like there's plenty of books in the library that can do the same thing, but until you become the right person, that stuff, it it doesn't quite work. Cause again, it's like, I like the analogy here. I'm actually going to start using this, man. It's like, you're pulling source material from the mud versus pulling it from this like clean pool of fresh water, Mm -hmm. right? Like you got to build with fresh water, but the only way you can tap into the fresh water is become the person that's clean enough to go over there. Yeah. You know, and like, it doesn't mean stop just because you're here in the mud. No, you keep going through the motion of building because as you learn how to build with this mud, eventually when you're given the proper supplies, the growth is going to take off. Well, wow, 1000% on that. Yeah. That's fire. So you learn about the biotypes. You start to tap into your ability to manifest. You're starting to see now that your team is actually putting deals up on the board, right? You've got a, a business more so now than you had in the past. Yeah. And you're actually living the, you're living the life that you actually want to be living, right? You're literally traveling. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing you here in Arizona. saw you like a week ago or two weeks ago in vegas right yeah i'll
1: tell you all of it because i've been traveling to probably four or five different states in the in the past four weeks i went to uh, i went to minneapolis to part of uh the um (laughs) i was (laughs) a lot of travel no i saw every i've been in every a different state every weekend because i was competing for the so breakdancing is going to be in the olympics in 2024 And they had these regional qualifiers starting right now in 2022, where you build up points to then have a chance to compete at another larger event. And at that point you get to be on it, on the USA team and qualify at least. Right. So I was starting to build up points since Minneapolis, went from Minneapolis back to New York, went to Vegas for the clever summit, went to Orlando for another competition, went to Arizona this past weekend. We're here in Phoenix. For another competition and I'm gonna stay the rest of the week out for um the all in event at the end of the week. Let's go. Um, I'm not living the life that I uh that I want completely. Like you know, if, if I'm gonna be like super specific detail oriented, but I'm enjoying the life I'm living right now because that was uh going back to that belief that I had before where I had all good things come to an end. It that was a powerful belief in terms of making me resilient to jump back so quick into anything. It, hence the surgery get the surgery two days later, you know what I mean? Or a week later. Um, but then again, the success that I was having at, even at that time, I didn't enjoy it because in the back of my head, think it's the, like, yeah, even the ACL uh, tear, the the tearing my ACL, I kind of felt like something was going to happen. Something bad was going to happen. Like, yeah. it was just kind of a matter of time and it was like a poetic relationship with death. But once I figured, once I learned to dissolve that belief and and mm-hmm. did the psycho magic act and, and did the I don't want to say the word work because work would indicate, I guess, uh, a negative connotation of labor. I did the proper love towards myself to.
0: Intra- yeah, we're gonna have to dive into that. Yeah, you know, even <laughs> like just like the the association with work, the fact that you said negative connotation, and in my mind, I've recently been rewiring it. Yeah. I believe that work is actually like a blessing, like and it was a gift from God to us that we have this ability to work because there's so much fulfillment that comes from working. At yeah. least for myself now, like yeah. I, the days I feel not fulfilled, the days I don't get to work. But you got to do the, you got to go through the process. Yeah. To go I, through the evolution.
1: Yeah, I definitely got to. And now I'm, I'm in a, I'm at a point where, uh, like I told you, since I've learned to balance out, and 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 it's a journey. It's never a one finished product. Right. I learned now how to enjoy myself way more than I could have enjoyed myself prior, because I was always focused on, okay, well, what's going to be the next thing? What's going to be the next thing? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not enjoying the the results I'm, in, I'm making for myself
0: that's big it's funny man like you you remember um ricky right you ever, you met yeah ricky yeah Morgan, yeah right? and uh, he and i had this conversation um in a big big way where we spoke about lifestyle wow right? you know it's like essentially like hey what are you going after are you going after the money are you going after this or are you going after the lifestyle right and it's just like most of us are like we understand we're going for the lifestyle that's why i say like you know you are enjoying like the life that you're living simply because you're on route you're in process you're enjoying the lifestyle you're traveling you're working from wherever you want you're putting your team together you're building something that you are genuinely enjoying you're building for your future you're thinking long time frames you're building for the olympics you're making good friends you're having fun experiences while doing it like it literally is like when they look back and they start to document the entire movie that is yeah they're gonna be like oh yeah we're definitely adding these scenes into it that's fire
1: yeah man and i love the whole journey because it's just one thing I, I i can't get over at least is just how much fun it is to just you just see the um, the refinement the love the leveling up of, of one's own personal development because even in my own dance style or, or just personal results and anything i do i'm like wow like i'm just getting i'm just seeing myself and i'm getting better and better and, and i can't wait to, like i just want to see what's the next thing i'm excited for it you know i'm excited let's to experience it
0: let's go so check this out man gonna start to wrap this up because yeah. we're gonna get some uh food and some hanging out yeah. so let me ask you this i like to ask people these uh yeah. questions at the end of every episode you know first question is very simple right like you because by the way your story is phenomenal man like right. this is actually like the most like in-depth like i think i've ever gotten into your personal <laughs> story so i'm like really happy
1: to no I, I appreciate that. you you yeah i was just like oh i get to I get to be selected by Marlon. I was like, oh man, I, I figured, I didn't think this would happen for another few years, but I was like, no. oh bro, thank you. No. I appreciate you. <laughs> Yo, you already
0: know we're going to be out of part two. Probably.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm excited for part two.
0: Heck yeah, man. So check it out, right? Books have been super influential for right. myself, for you. I mean, you and I share an Audible account. Yeah. An audible account. I share, I, <laughs> I'm i on his Audible account. In return, he got to hijack my YouTube account. So <laughs> I, like, I lose videos all the time. We're not going to talk about that right now because- I go to my history and I'm like, who the hell is watching so many breakdancing videos right now? But like, thanks to you, I do find some really new cool things on YouTube just because you're there. But books have been a catalyst for change, right? right? So you already said Rich Dad, Poor Dad, was well, one of those books that you got and it just really put you into a different mindset. No. What's another book, no more than two, just one to two books that have been total paradigm shifts for you? Like I'm talking after the first read, You just have never quite gone back to being the same.
1: Well, first book that comes to mind is uh, Spirit Hacking by Shaman Durek. That one was phenomenal. That was a a phenomenal book. Um, And I would have to say, man, the second book, that's always going to be a challenging one. Um, I I definitely am going to have to say, like, even more recently, because I I guess I just recently listened to it and it was an amazing book, was uh, Will by Will Smith. You're
0: telling me about that.
1: Yeah. Like that one was actually a really amazing book. Um, So I, had those two spirit hacking by Sean McDurick and then will by Will Smith.
0: You sure I wasn't just because I had your name in it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely look into those books. Actually, I'm sure you probably already had them on the old. Yeah. Books, definitely so. do. Perks, yeah, perks <laughs> the squatting up. So next question I have to you is yeah. one of my favorites. And I'm actually going to end up making a book on this. Um, So shout out to the VA in the future that has to go and like go through all my episodes and go capture all the answers because I definitely do not have the time to go back and do that. Let's imagine tomorrow morning, you wake up, this bed, you wake up and like as you're waking up, it's four o'clock in the morning because we hear me shouting from the other room for morning mindset coffee. And as you start to come to consciousness, you realize like, I don't remember anything like you were just a blank slate. I'm talking like you don't remember your name. You don't remember what you're doing there in Arizona. You don't even know you're in Arizona. You just don't remember the breakdancing, the hip hop, the real estate, the late nights, the ups, the downs, the spare acting, none of it. Like it's yeah. all gone. You're not freaking out. It's not a saw movie. You're not scared for your life. And as you start to, you know, just get yourself up and about, you start to have a thought. And as this thought comes to you, it sticks like whatever it is like it just sticks you don't question it you don't fight it you don't resist it you just accept it as 100 percent factual and truth and that thought begins the foundation of everything else in your life to come what would you ideally want that thought to be
1: Oof. that's a packed question right there sir essentially if i had that thought come in in a scenario like that I think one, the, one of the main things that I'd say would, that, of that thought that comes to mind is it would have to deal with resiliency because anything that you tie into, anything that you do, anything that you love for, right? Um, you, it's it's never gonna. I, I never want to say it's it's gonna be difficult, but it's never it's always gonna be worth going for. And, and resiliency is probably one of the most powerful things because it's gonna help you one enjoy that process all the more better. Bro,
0: well, I like that. That's awesome, man. That's a really yeah. good answer thank you bro so for the people that just found out about you via facebook via the podcast via ig matter of fact bro you gotta show them you know oh, like oh for the yo, y'all see how <laughs> handsome he is yeah y'all, y'all the handsome?
1: books it says here the name of the books um the books were spirit hacking by shaman durek and then uh will by will smith uh, those were the two books so
0: for everyone that is like yo, yeah, this dude is freaking also awesome. like for people watching on facebook people on ig like how can they get in contact with you how do they connect with you like they want to stay connected like where should they go they
1: they could always call me i'm not i'm not like a superstar flashy guy so they could call me text me on my cell phone if they need help with anything it's at 917-216-1491 uh my instagram is will Ayarza. right for for that's that's the main one i'm going to be building out anyways mm-hmm. moving forward um and then if they want to see any dance videos uh because they're going to look me up probably my my and I, I never even got to tell you the story I'll get I'll get to it quickly but my my dance name is called Uncle Will I got that name because I when I joined that hip hop class it was two separate age groups my nephew joined the younger one I joined get the older one yeah and the teacher found out we were related so he just started calling me Uncle Will and the dancers the other dancers that came on and started teaching they just said that that's a dope name that's how
0: you got Uncle Will, bro. Yeah, that's funny, man. I had so I'm
1: like 12 years old, and you know, you hear Uncle Will, you know, and I have to compete and everything. They're like, you thinking it's gonna be a 25 year old or something, right? And it's like, no, he's 10, 12, or whatever.
0: That's crazy, man. So Uncle Will, so Uncle Will on IG, Uncle Will on YouTube. That's where you find his breakdancing videos, or just go watch Triple Digit Flip. You'll yeah, yeah, you're gonna him on see. You going to see him like go lock up a house, get a ten thousand dollar discount for breakdancing on the spot. Yo, low-key, like we gotta put that offer in tonight. Yes, we gotta um, put that offer in. How funny would it be decide to offer Uncle Will? <laughs> so that's insane, man. So, bro, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Bro, like, thank you.
1: I, I appreciate you so much for even having me. I really do.
0: Bro, we're gonna be doing this again like very soon. And shout out to everybody that hung out with us and watched through this episode. Super impromptu. First time streaming it live on Facebook. We got it live on IG. And the recording is going to be up to for people to listen. So if you got any value, I really want to ask you this, right? If you got any bit of value at all from this episode, my big ask, right? Here's the million dollar ask, right? There's always a sale at the end is that you share this with a friend. You share this with somebody else that you think would get value from this. You pass it on to them and you simply like you comment, right? Like if it's on my Instagram, if it's on YouTube, leave a comment, tell us what your biggest takeaway is. I can't, emphasize how much that has the ability to affect somebody else's life, not just your life, but actually because there have been times where like I'm scrolling through something, I'm trying to figure out if I want to watch a video or not, and I see a comment. Or I see, oh, Ingrid shared this. Oh, we'll watch this. Now it makes me want to engage with it. And it ends up being information yeah. that is absolutely critical to my personal development and my growth. So that's how you can give anything to us is you pass it on. You share it and you pay it forward. So, Will, bro, we're going to be having part two, bro. Yes, sir, brother. Looking forward to that. And everybody else, I hope you enjoyed this. Ingrid, shout out to you for being there with us all day. Shout out to everybody who's on Facebook. I will catch you all later. Let's end this recording. Okay, guys. So, I really hope you enjoyed that interview. Once again, I ask that if you receive any value at all, I mean anything. If one thing stood out to you, leave a comment below. Let people know what that thing was. Let us know what it was. We do read all of the comments and absolutely share this with a friend. That is how we help each other, okay? The best thing you can do is pass on knowledge and information that's helping you grow. Send that out to your friends. Help them grow build your network, and build your power team. Let's all get this together. So I want you guys to click that share button, click that like button, subscribe. Make sure you're here for the next episode. And remember that the greatness is already inside of you.